Hello everybody and welcome to Left on Flames. I'm your host Jess Belmosto and today we are switching things up with some New Year's resolutions brought to you by the Calgary Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone. It's nice to chat again. Um, We have (laughs) quite some time in between games, and we're going to reflect on the road trip, uh, the disastrous road trip, (laughs) a little bit later, but today I thought we would have some fun because we could all use a little bit of humor, a little bit of uh, lightheartedness through these (laughs) tumultuous times. And I thought that we could do New Year's resolutions because it's still January. And if you're like me, you're late to everything. You're late to every trend. So you either love New Year's resolutions, you hate them, I don't like them. I think that you can make goals throughout the year regardless. Um, I set like monthly goals personally or like 90 day increments depending on how big of a goal it is. But let's run through some of the Flames roster, majority of the Flames roster actually, and uh, assign them some New Year's resolution. So let's start with the top line. Johnny Gaudreau, my sweet, small, Little Italian son, for the sake of everyone's mental health and heart health, he should avoid playing games on social media around the trade deadline because I swear to God, if he removes Calgary Flames from his bio one more time, (laughs) I might lose it. (laughs) I think that every year it is honestly like, oh, Johnny's coming home. And I think if there was going to be a year to do it, it would be now since he is entering free agency this summer. So might as well get something for him while you still can. <laughs> Elias Lindholm. Okay. He has a, he, he has a very nice face. He has a very nice face. He's a very nice dog. Uh, I, I think that he should take more selfies. It's what we as a society want and what we deserve. And I think that it, it's fair uh, to ask that of him. I, um, he has a very nice face, and I think that we all agree on that. (laughs) Matthew Kachuk. All right. That mouth guard goes in your mouth, honey. It's called a mouth guard, not a a chew toy. Um, I understand that people on hockey Twitter can sometimes be like, oh, he looks like a puppy or whatnot. But please, honey, it it gets, it goes in your mouth. (laughs) We don't need you losing teeth. And maybe we get more TikToks when he's home. Um, I I think that's, again, a really fair assessment and resolution. It's a good goal. And Blake Coleman, (laughs) we need more family content. And when I started writing this, it was like right before the Tampa trip. And they delivered. Jordan and Blake delivered when it came to family content. His family is so adorable. I think the oldest's name is Charlie, and she she's just a little rock star. She's a little diva. I love her. And they, they're they just, like, this picture-perfect family that you see on, you know, like, 
the inserts of photo frames when like they're trying to sell them to you <laughs> or on um you know like commercials they're just they're such a gorgeous family and i i just i love i love them um backland i'm going to need him to stop flying under the radar he was so fun to watch and cover my first season uh, as a host of this podcast and I really um would just like to see more of that I think that he's kind of I don't want to say regressed but like I feel like we don't really see him shine through as much as we potentially could and I I, I'd like to see more of that thank you (laughs) Trevor Lewis I'm gonna keep it real with you I never know when that man's on the ice I don't know when he's on the ice because he does he doesn't make like that big of a difference sometimes, um, most of the time. But um, I think that what he should do is continue to take more pucks from Coleman and bury them because they had a really really nice pass in the game against the Panthers, and it was just it was really great. It was one of those passes where you're like oh. That that's sweet, <laughs> and you know, um, I don't know. I don't really see a world where they're on the same line that often. But maybe we work on we work on some some stuff. <laughs> Coming up next, we have more of the Flames roster, more of that middle six that we can just talk all about. But first, let me tell you all about Prime and Origin Oils. Are you someone with a beard or do you know someone with a beard? Is your beard scratchy? Does it not look groomed? Does it look a little fried or like a Brillo pad maybe? Well, Primal Origins Origin Oils is here to help you. Head on over to their website today and use promo code LOCKED ON for 20% off of your order. Yes, you heard me, 20% off of your order. They have great Great ingredients that aren't harmful for the environment. You know, they're ethically sourced and things like that. So um, this is a small business. They started this business to take care of their mom's medical bills. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, in America, you have to get creative when it comes to paying bills. And, um, you know, I'm glad that they put something together like this where, you know, they're helping their mom and they're helping other people get their nice beards. So, you know, head on over to PrimalOriginOils.com and use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off of your order. Thanks for sticking around and listening to Locked On Flames. I'm Jess Belmosto, and make sure to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Uh, Okay, if you're listening, I want you to tweet me one of your New Year's resolutions. One of mine is, I guess I didn't really make it a New Year's resolution. This is an ongoing goal for me. But it's to read more. I think reading is very important. And I love reading. So let me know what, you, what you're working on. <laughs> Andrew Mangiapane. I think that his goal should be to push for 30 goals this season and to negotiate a nasty contract extension. This kid has been phenomenal. I think that he is going to get paid uh I think it's like $2.3 million right now, but he deserves like three times that, maybe two times. I I don't know. I'm not really good at math, but, um, you know, I think that he's going to make, 
He's going to be making close to like Brad Marchand money as he should rightfully earned. And um, I think that he should come on the podcast and talk about his growth since I was one of the original Mangiapane stands. Um, have your email, have your agent email me back. Thanks. Dylan Dubé, you sweet little son of a gun. Keep smiling and grow that beard out. I think that he is so fun on social media. Like they're, they always post pictures of him at practice or warmups and things like that. And he, he's just always smiling. He's so handsome. And I know I've talked about players looks a lot this podcast, but like he, he's sneaky, good looking. He has that nice, like tame beard and he's a fantastic smile, the dark hair. He kind of looks like my boyfriend. Maybe, maybe that's why I, I'm like, that's probably what it is. But uh, yeah, no, Dylan Dubé, please um, do more social content. Please. <laughs> that's what, uh, <laughs> that's your resolution. Brett Ritchie. Brett, Brett, Brett. Hey, your brother was placed on waivers before you this season. So I am very proud of you. I give this man a very difficult time, but I really do want him to stay healthy and fin- possibly finish out his career with a solid playoff uh, run. You know, I think that he has just had some really bad luck. I-, I don't think that he's a horrible hockey player. Do not get me wrong. I think that he is a good hockey player. I think that he is not a middle six hockey player. I think that he is definitely like a, you know, fourth line grinder, but I want him to just stay healthy. You know, uh, guy deserves a second chance. It's guys like Brett Ritchie who, who deserve those chances. If you know, you know. Milan Lucic, stop locking me on things. I don't know what I did to you, but also, um, you know, same as, same as Brett Ritchie. I want, I don't think that he's, you know, obviously like a fourth line grinder like Brett Ritchie, but I think that, you know, I would love for him to have a strong, uh, you know, revival of his, like this resurgence. I want him to have a strong second half of the season. I want him to stay healthy. You know, I think that he is very respected in the room, but I also want him to lead. And I don't, when things get tough, like things are now, I don't want negativity. I don't want this like throwing of players under the bus sort of deal. But, you know, I think that there's a lot of players here who are you know, who do look up to Lucic, who, you know, they were probably in college when he was winning the Stanley Cup. So a lot of guys look up to him and rightfully so. Sean Monahan, I want him to have a good wedding. I think his, is his wedding this year or was it last year? I don't know if he had a more low-key one than Johnny, but I, I just want him to, to do well. I, I do. I don't think that it's fair for him to be as harshly criticized as he is. And I have always called him the poor man's David Krejci. And I guarantee you when his hip is fully healed, like I'm talking like 200% and he's like back at a healthy playing level, he will be the Sean Monaghan 
that Flames fan knew to grow in love. I think that um, he does need a new home. Unfortunately, I just don't think that he is currently in the position to be on the Flames. You know, like, it's just, it's hard to slot in on the third and fourth line and, you know, continue to really struggle. I just, I don't know. I, I want him to stay aflame. I do. But at the same time, I think that he deserves a fair shot. And I don't know if he's going to, like, find that second chance here. And it just stinks because he he's had so many injuries to the start of his career. And, you know, I don't think that it's fair for me to say, oh, he sucks. I think that we have to look at this and say he's been playing injured. Or he played injured last season. He has probably like never had a chance to truly fully recover from an injury over an off season. He's going into a season with a lingering injury or recovering from it. And hip surgery is no joke. Like Tuka Rask just had to like rehab and like for six months, Sean Monaghan did not have that time. He didn't have that time. And I don't know if he was rushed back. I don't know. It, I, I think that he maybe pushed himself. And I don't think that he's someone who is insane, like Connor McDavid, who did like a thousand hours of physical therapy in like three days or whatever it was. Um, obviously, that is uh, quite the exaggeration. But it's just, I just want good things for Sean Monahan And Maybe he should switch to playing lacrosse. I feel like he would be a good lacrosse player. Yeah. But um, (laughs) that's all I have for you for your forwards. I think we're going to break it down and talk about some defense and some goaltenders next. And you can bet that I'll have you covered. That's right. Bet Online AG is your online sports book expert. They have a freshly redesigned website that you can check out on your mobile device or your computer, wherever you are browsing the web. And I think it's a very easy to navigate website. And they are offering you, yes, you locked on fans, uh, a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up and make your first deposit today. So all you have to do is head on over to Bet Online AG, sign up with your email, make that first deposit, and use promo code LOCKEDON for that 50% welcome bonus. Thank you so much for tuning into Lockdown Flames again today, and make sure that you are subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, and if you'd like to check us out on YouTube. Rasmus Anderson, just post more baby content. I think that's truly what the people want. Uh, I I really don't have much to say about hockey. Uh, I think that we deserve more baby content. Obviously, if that's not invading your family's privacy, because that would be very bad and not what I'm encouraging in the slightest. Noah Hannafin. You know, a lot of people have this expectation of Noah Hannafin. And I don't know if it's because I am partially biased because he's from Boston. And if you're new here, hi, I'm also from Boston. Um, but they have this expectation where they're like, 
there's still so much more left to be desired from Noah Hannafin. And I'm like, yeah, but on those good nights that he has, you know, when he's out there looking like Charlie McAvoy, who is in the same, who's the same age as him, uh, a lot of people don't give him the credit. They give it to the guy that's on his pair, like his line mate, whatever. And it's just, I feel like he's never going to be able to live up to certain expectations. And somebody, if, if, uh, Hurricanes fan tweeted out saying, I'm not impressed with Noah Hannafin. Uh, you know, he's on the first pairing, but, you know, he just was never that good. And I still don't think he's that good. And I went to reply and I said, well, last season he was paired with Chris Tanev and <laughs> led the league for, you know, the longest time without allowing a five on five goal over 120 minutes. That's like six games for them. So I just, I feel like, you know, it's very difficult to be critical of him because of my own biases. But I do want to see him continue to grow and to flourish into that top pairing defenseman. There's no way around it. He deserves to uh, take that next step for himself. I think that he has certainly grown, but I don't know if he is at... I don't know if he'll ever reach a Charlie McAvoy level, like, consistently. And that's okay. As long as he's a strong defenseman, I don't see the issue. Chris Tanev. Okay, well, speaking of top-pairing defensemen, uh, I want you to be named captain. And I knew I wanted you to be named captain last season when you... <laughs> I say that, I'm like talking to like as if he's listening. Chris Tanev, uh, there was a a picture uh after morning skate of him, Rasmus Anderson, Hannafin, and Oliver Shillington, and I think Yusuf Alamaki all like around the ice. And Tanev was like working on skills with them. And I think that it that's so important. And, you know, as a leader, and I don't mean to knock Gio, but I never saw that happening when with him. Now, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I just never saw pictures of it, so I can't give him credit. But it truly makes you think. And I, <laughs> I just, I want him to be named the official leader of the team. I think that he, he's a quiet guy. Like, on the ICD, he doesn't fight. Uh, I think he has one career fight, but, you know, he is a great dude. Like, he just, you can't go wrong with him. I, I, I appreciate him. You know who else is a great dude? Uh, actually, I, I, I don't know him, but I've heard good things. Jacob Markstrom. And <laughs> with New Year's resolutions, I know everyone's like, New Year, new me. I'm going to be the fit picture of fitness and health. But in all seriousness, I want him to take care of himself. I want him to tell the coaching staff, like, hey, have Ladar go back to back because, you know, my back isn't doing well or, you know, oh, my hip hurts. I like I need one more day before I can, you know, get back out there. And I don't think that we hear those side of conversations 
we aren't entitled to them. We're, we're hockey fans. So, uh, you know, I just think that Markstrom should listen to his body more this year. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously no shade to him, but I, I think that that's something that all of us could really work on. And Dan Vladar, preparedness. Take those losses in strides, but don't be too upset that it impacts your next game. I think we would see that with uh, David Riddick. I think that we would see him get very emotional and very upset after those tough losses. And he would go and punch doors. And I know that he had like an emotional coach, which is just a fancy word for therapist, uh, that he would talk to with the team. And it's hard to you know, not feel sympathy for him. Like I felt, I would always feel bad about it. And, you know, but you have to get to a point in your career and really with every, like even outside of hockey, like us everyday people where you just have to let stuff roll off your back, whether that be a comment from a customer or a coworker or, you know, someone beeping at you or someone just taking too long in front of you at, you know, Starbucks or something. You just kind of have to let it roll off your back and just move on. So that's what I want from Vladar. I don't see him as someone who, you know, beats himself up too much, but I I don't want that habit to start. So, Daryl Sutter. I just want him to start whispering or shouting about a top six forward that's not named Evander Kane, to Brad Tree Living. And, uh, you know, I think that there needs to be some sort of conversation had about shakeups in trades if they want to make a deep playoff run. I don't know what they can do to make that work, but I, and I, you know, there have been a few people talking about uh, Evander Kane and how he would be a good fit. Please don't ever open your mouth or come into my mentions again. Um, No, that does not need to be around the team. And I don't think that... uh, Go listen to Locked on Sharks if you, like, truly want the raw and honest opinion of what's going on there. Because I... A mess. But Daryl Sutter, I need you to, like, go back into GM mode and be like... This is what's going to happen. I just am not entirely sure that Bradtree Living has it in him. And I I don't think that uh, any of the Flames prospects are a fair assessment or like they're not that missing piece based off of what we've seen in Stockton, based off of what we've seen when they've made the jump to the big leagues. I don't think that any of them are truly ready to take on that power forward role. So we'll have to see what Brad Tree Living and Daryl Sutter can shake up. And hopefully Mr. Krabs over here will also enjoy the trade deadline because that is approaching very quickly. Uh, Thank you all so much for tuning into Locked on Flames. I appreciate you all. Uh, If you follow me on Twitter, you know, I've kind of been going through it with some stuff, just life. Um, Next time you see me, I probably won't have glasses on. It's all my contacts. And, uh, you know, thank you just so much for listening to the show. And if you're interested in 
talking about the Evander Kane situation, uh, Locked On Sharks is the place to do that. I think that that's uh, more of an appropriate platform because I, I, I'm too opinionated for those things. And I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Locked On Sharks, those guys are great. Kyle and JD are fantastic. Listen to their show. Tweet at them. Talk to them about it. Uh, I just won't be engaging. I will not be entertaining the idea of Evander Kane coming to the Flames. So thank you so much. And uh, I'll catch you next time. We're going to run down some some updates. <laughs> the Flames don't play until Thursday. So we are chugging along. And uh, I will see you then. And we'll talk then. Bye-bye.